You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you're doing well today. Before we begin talking about the innumerable benefits of coffee drinking, the website is Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles and food recipes. Please donate to our Patreon account. Five dollars, ten dollars a month. It would help. Click on the link on the episode notes. Buy Confessions of an Obese Child, my ebook, which details what it was like to grow up overweight, dealing with food addiction and dysfunctional family, and so forth. It's two dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon Kindle or Barnes and Noble Nook. Also, use the Amazon links that you can find mostly in the recipes on Naturopathic Earth. Click on those Amazon links to get to Amazon, and any purchase you make within 24 hours of anything on Amazon, we get a 2% commission and no expense to you. So please use those links to help us out. And if you need a guru to help you clean up your diet or lose weight, contact me. Prices are on the website, as all of you guys know. 28 years and counting that I've kept all my weight off. All right, let's talk about coffee. All right, all right, all right, to quote McConaughey here. Now, look, I don't even drink coffee. I haven't had coffee since 1992. Uh, It kind of makes me jittery. But I wanted to do this episode because, look, coffee, you hear stories, right? It's good for you. It's bad for you. It's good for you. It's bad for you. It's good for you. It's bad for you. Look, most of the studies tell you it's good for you. And there was a new study that came out just recently in Junio, in June, and I wanted to go over and then go over some benefits of drinking coffee. Up to 25 cups of coffee a day still safe for your heart health. 25 cups of coffee. Uh, this is from CNN, but this is on The Guardian. This is on HuffPost. This is everywhere. It's big news for you coffee lovers. Coffee lovers might be able to breathe a sigh of relief. Whew. A new study found that drinking even large amounts of the caffeinated beverage won't stiffen arteries and harm your heart. Aficionados have been getting mixed messages about their favorite drink, with some research suggesting that drinking coffee can improve health, while other studies advise people to cut down on their consumption. It's like fiber. It's good. It's bad. It's good. It's bad. Previous, like wine too, right? Good, bad. Where is Veritrol? Great. Previous studies suggest that coffee can cause a stiffening of the arteries, putting pressure on the heart and increasing the likelihood of stroke or heart attack. But a new study funded in part by the British Heart Foundation found that drinking five cups of coffee a day was no worse for the arteries than drinking less than one cup. The study of more than 8,000 people, it's a pretty big study, across the UK also found that even those who drank up to 25 cups a day were no more likely to experience stiffening of the arteries than someone drinking less than one cup a day. 
one cup to 25 cups. So I'm just curious, like who is drinking 25 cups a day? That is crazy. I mean, that's at least two every hour almost that, that you're awake. Unless you're never sleeping because you're high on caffeine. I mean, I wonder how these people sleep. But 25, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, that's an, just insane, absurd. In the latest study, which is presented Monday at the British Cardiovascular Society Conference, scientists from Queen Mary University of London divided 8,400 people into three groups with each self-reporting its coffee consumption. The first group was made up of people who said they drank less than one cup of coffee a day. That'd be me, because I don't drink any. The second included those who drank between one and three cups. And the third group included those who drank more than three, with some in the group drinking up to 25 a day. I'd love to meet these people. People who consumed more than 25 cups of coffee a day were excluded. So there are people who drink more than 25 cups of coffee a day. My God, I really want to meet those people. All the participants in the study were given MRI heart scans and infrared pulse wave tests. Researchers corrected for factors such as age, gender, ethnicity, smoking status, weight, blood pressure, diet, and how much alcohol a person drinks. And believe me, in England, they drink a lot. I think... The last, the, the last study I saw is that the Brits drink the most alcohol in the world. Quote, what we found was that drinking more than three cups, oh, that's horrible, British accent. Let me hey, let me do my cockney. What we found was drinking more than three cups of coffee a day did not significantly increase the stiffness of blood vessels compared to people who drink only one cup or less a day. Close quote. That was a horrible, was that like Scottish Russian? What, what, what was that? The only accent I can do well is the Indian accent. I can do Indian very well. Kenneth Fung, who led the data analysis for Queen Mary, said that. I'll just do regular. The main message for people to take away from this is that coffee can be enjoyed as a part of a healthy lifestyle, and coffee lovers can be reassured by this result in terms of blood vessel stiffness outcomes. Although some participants in the study did drink 25 cups a day, the average intake among highest coffee consumption group was about five a day. Okay, that's that's reasonable. Quote, we're not telling people to drink 25 cups per se. If anything, if you drink within recommended guidelines, then we don't expect to see an increase in arterial stiffness compared with those who drink one cup or less a day. Okay, he quote, quote he added. The research also showed that moderate and heavy coffee drinkers were most likely to be male, smoke, and consume alcohol regularly. That is not surprising at all. These are like these these are like rough Liverpudlians who who like Liverpool soccer, who incidentally, my favorite soccer team in the world, won the Champions League, the European Cup, back in early June. Congrats, Liverpool. It's been 14 years. So I'm not surprised. These are like hard-living men, right? They're just, rah, 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 we're British. Eh, 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 eh. We listen to New Order. And, and they just smoke, drink, and, and, and just hang out pubs and just drink coffee all day, I guess. Professor Medin Avkarin, Associate Medical Director at the British Heart Foundation, said in a press release, quote, There are several conflicting studies saying different things about coffee, and it will be difficult to filter what we should believe and what we shouldn't believe. This research will hopefully put some of the media reports in perspective as it rules out one of the potential detrimental effects of coffee on our arteries. Close quote. Now, for all we know, I mean, these studies could have been funded by Folgers 
or some coffee company, Starbucks. Even though I don't, probably Starbucks isn't big in England, but, and I've been there. I, I don't remember seeing any, but if you Brits, I know a lot of Commonwealth people listen to this. You can message me on Facebook. Let me know what's the big coffee chain in, in England. Uh, but of course, you know, quo bono, right? Who benefits? We've talked about that all the time in the stream. Who's funding these studies? But let's just say we take it on face value. Coffee doesn't hurt, doesn't increase your chances of getting heart attacks and arterial stiffness. So that's good. But we know that drinking too much coffee, and we did that in, that episode on energy drinks about ooh, around episode 180. And we know that it can lead to palpitations for sure. For sure. And, you know, palpitations could theoretically lead to ventricular you know, fibrillation. It could lead or tachycardia and then fibrillation. You know, your, your heart could go like, boop, 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 it's too much and then you die. Okay. But in terms of this, in terms of heart attacks, arterial stiffness, which is one of the leading risk factors for heart attacks, arthrosclerosis, all this stuff, coffee is great for you. So the last thing I want to mention is I don't have a horse in this race. Because it'd probably be disqualified at Kentucky Derby reference. Uh, because I don't drink coffee. But I just want to go over some of the reasons why coffee is good for you. All right. So these are like 20 good reasons really fast. Because we're going to do a boom, boom, boom episode. This is a quickie. So one, reduces liver cancer risk. Okay. I'm not going to go through all the studies because these have a lot of quotes and studies. which just take too long. Less gout risk. Not that a lot of you get gout, but that's when you accumulate uric acid in your, in your foot, in your great toe. Longevity longer rate of living, yeah. prevents retinal damage to your eye, prevents cavities, because it kills that bacteria, protects against periodontal disease, gum disease, protects against melanoma, skin cancer, reduced heart attack mortality risk, well, we just talked about that, helps people get along with coworkers better, I got to read this one. The Journal of Psychopharmacology showed that workers who consume coffee have a more positive view of self and others than do workers who do not consume coffee. Maybe that's why I have such, so much self-loathing because I drink tea all the time and not coffee. Coffee consumption also enhanced participation in workplace group activities. I guess it's like you walk in, hey, you want some, you want some Joe? And you're like, no, I drink coffee. They're like, oh, you're not part of us. You're in the outer circle. Maybe that's what it is. Has a lot of antioxidants. Antioxidants fight against inflammation, free radical damage, cancer. We typically think about. And just just so I I just mention really fast, uh, coffee beans are really similar to the the cacao, the, the the chocolate beans. And so a lot of the benefits you see in chocolate, you see in coffee. So we know coffee is really good for your metabolism. Speeds up, burns calories, right? Suppresses your appetite. Uh, we know those to be true as well. But wait, there's more. Cuts pain. Two cups of coffee can cut post-workout muscle pain by 48% from the Journal of Pain. Increases your fiber intake. It has one point gram of fiber. That's not really a lot, right? but okay, but whatever. Uh, best fiber, you know, beans, right? Raspberries, God, raspberries have like nine chia seeds. Throw chia seeds and everything. You'll get, you'll get up to your twenty-five to thirty grams that you need a, a day. Even though none of us probably get that high. Protection against cirrhosis of the liver. Cirrhosis is common for alcoholics. Destroys your liver. Lowers type two diabetes. Well, that's important. That's really important. Lowers risk of Alzheimer's. That's really important. And that that's a pretty well-known ancillary benefit of drinking coffee. When you think of drinking coffee, you think of better memory, better cognition, 
better memory retrieval, kind of like using rosemary essential oil. Uh, cuts your Alzheimer's, type 2 diabetes, speeds up your metabolism, burns calories, suppresses appetite. Those are like the big benefits of coffee that most people know. Reduces suicide risk and depression. A 10-year study of 86,000 female nurses showed a reduced risk of suicide in the coffee drinkers from the Archives of Internal Medicine. Another study conducted by the Harvard School of Public Health, Harvard, found that women who drink four or more cups of coffee were 20% less likely to suffer from depression. Hmm. Protection against Parkinson's, all right, that's kind of connected to Alzheimer's, all the dementia stuff. Less risk of heart disease, have a stronger DNA. A study published in the European Journal of Nutrition showed that coffee drinkers have DNA with stronger integrity since the white blood cells of coffee drinkers had far less instances of spontaneous DNA strand breakage. All right. Lower risk of multiple sclerosis. Lower risk of colorectal cancer. I guess that's why people used to do coffee enemas, right? They used to shoot coffee up their butt, clean out the enema. So those are all great reasons. I just gave you 20 right there. Boom, boom, boom. Now, who shouldn't be drinking coffee? You know, eh, if you're pregnant, you probably should kind of limit it. Um, I wouldn't your decaf because to make decaf coffee, they have to highly process the bean. Because, I mean, theoretically, the Arabica bean or whatever coffee bean has caffeine in it. So how do you think they suck that stuff out? Right. So if you have a heart condition like palpitations, you know, like 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 a like an electrical issue with your heart, like your pacemaker, man, maybe you should stay away. Caffeine sensitivity. Some people have that as well. Um, yeah. I mean that that that's really it. Everyone else, you should be drinking it. Now I'm gonna stick to tea, but look, I'm a firm proponent of the coffee. So drink the coffee. All right, I'm not gonna have the little extra relaxing music. Hit the subscribe button, it takes you two seconds. Go check out the new Katie Essential Oil recipes uh, on essential oils. We just did one on what? Where we're at? Cedarwood, sandalwood, eucalyptus. Season two is going strong. Go check out the past episodes on holistic health news. And as always, post a review for all three confessions of an obese child, Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary, and of course, holistic health news. We would appreciate it. Until next time, take care. God bless. Go drink some coffee. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs>